You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I'm not saying I'm a fan of any of these bands, but it was always It seems clear. like you have a lot of knowledge about something that you're not a fan of. Well, it's clear who the lead singer was. I mean, Jordan Knight was the lead singer of New Kids on the Block. That was just, that's just That is not, there is no lead singer. When you say boy band, it's not boy band featuring one boy main singer. No, there's always a boy band. But, I mean, I mean, everybody's in the band. It's a boy band, but there's always a lead. No, they Jordan all Knight's sing. The they lead. all have their parts to play. No, no, that's there's like, one leader. No, Maurice Starr, when he was putting together... New Kids on the Block, and he was very creepy, by the way, but um, he he knew that there okay, was a part we, for everybody. All right, we got to discuss this a little bit more. Why, I don't know, but we're going to, because now I'm all hot, heated up about it. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. About boy bands. This is Fun Employment <laughs> Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Extillan. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, and then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found, and thank you for finding us. Got a ton of stuff we're going to get to today. Really quick, I do want to say thank you to everyone out there who's going to where funemploymentradio.com and clicking on the oh Amazon link to do all of your online purchases. Mm-hmm. Maybe you have some last-minute Halloween purchases. That yeah, need maybe to be made. you do. Maybe we can talk about that in a little bit. And and well, then what you could do is go to <laughs> funemploymentradio.com and click on the Amazon link. Greg, right, I do have to tell way. you, I got some of my Halloween purchases by going to funemploymentradio.com and clicking on the Amazon link. Oh, that is lovely. Mm-hmm. How fantastic! It was so efficient. Was it a pleasurable experience? It was. I actually rated my experience because I was so happy with the. Uh, I was very satisfied with the glasses that I had ordered online for my costume. That I give it a five-star rating. A five-star rating, five you say? Five-star rating, I say. Five stars. Well, that's the tops, Sarah. It's the toppermost of the poppermost, Greg. Just go to funemploymentradio.com, click on the Amazon link anytime you're making purchases. And yes, we'll talk about the Halloween thing here in just a little bit. I've, we gotta, we got to discuss something. But, mm. but before we get to that, so we're getting ready to start the show here today, which, by the way, thanks for tuning in. Um, <laughs> and we we had a, a bit of a discussion here. Now, I'm not, boy band, I'm not a boy band fan like I've never bought a boy band's albums or anything like okay, that but I'm saying but, like, mm-hmm. but we all grew up with them you know if if you grew up anytime in the last 30 years you've been there's been a boy band of your generation mm-hmm. I don't know if there is one now are there are there still boy bands I think there are I think is that what uh, One that, Direction is? Yeah, there was that one. That one. Yeah, that's a yeah, boy band. I don't know if they're together anymore, though. I don't know. I don't know about that one. Yeah. Um, but I'm saying, though, there's always, you know, it's usually the same thing, the same cast of characters. You have the five guys, and and I think you were naming them off before the show, but, you know, you have, like, the... Okay, so when we're talking about boy bands, I was Greg is claiming to think that every boy band has a lead singer. I dispute that because every boy band member has its own particular role to play, none of which is the lead singer. For example, with New Kids on the Block, where you claim that Jordan Knight is the lead singer of New Kids on the Block. That is not true. He might be the sexy crooner, one of the sexy crooners, but that doesn't mean he's the main guy. There's also Donnie Wahlberg, who I believe is more of the leader, who is the bad boy, who you could tell because he would wear like steel plates on his hat that said like bad boy. That's not a leader. A bad boy wear, is not the leader. He'd wear a leather jacket, and then there was Joey, who was like the young, trustworthy little brother who, you know, soon grew into his own. And that falsetto became a little deeper, and he became like a sexier. My sister really liked Joey. And then there's Jonathan, who was the quiet, shy guy who was rumored to be dating Tiffany, but he was actually really gay the whole time. And then there's Danny, who's kind of the meathead, like sweet, lovable guy, but like lifted weights, and he like looked like he wrote down his thoughts a lot in like a you know in a poem book. 
Uh huh. Yeah. And everyone just kind of had their their roles. Right, play. but there's still but none a is lead. More, no, none is there's more important always, than the other. No, there's always a lead. Jordan Knight was the lead. Each boy band. Okay, let's go to the to the other boy bands, and I'll, I'll say this: like in when you get down to like Backstreet Boys. Okay. Now, again, not a fan of Backstreet Boys, but I, you, the Backstreet Boys were unavoidable if you were anywhere alive in the nineties. It's like so. The Backstreet Boys, um, you have, uh, you know, the weird guy with the tattoos. There's always that guy. Is that the like, guy with the mustache? Yeah, he has a weird mustache and tattoos, and looks like he deals coke in the back of a club somewhere. He does and, look like he deals like that's what he is. Yeah. No, but back then it would have been ecstasy. Whatever. Yeah, he's that guy. <laughs> he's clearly always on ecstasy, and uh, so there's that guy, and then there is. Yes, oh, there's the blonde the, guy, the Nick guy. Well, well, oh yeah, that guy. Yeah, blonde Nick guy. Yeah, he's he's the the pretty boy. You got the bad boy, the pretty boy. You got the um the weird artsy dude with the long hair, who, who was in the band. Oh yeah. And then you got the guy, the real creep in uh, Backstreet Boys was the dude. He had uh, he's like the dark haired guy with the big eyebrows. Yeah, man, that, that guy, guy was, was creepy, creepy as, as shit. Yeah, he was. He had a big square head, and he kind of looked like molesty. Oh yeah. yeah, no, that guy. That guy goes to strip clubs by himself, and then <laughs> he also like hangs outside of like community colleges and just walks through, <laughs> hoping somebody recognizes him. Like he's that he dude. He does not. Oh yeah, no, dude, that guy's a creeper. By he is way, a creeper. Can I t- he stands too close to you. He like will walk up to you and just like stand too close and get too comfortable with you too soon. Can I tell you something that there is an ironic resurgence of the Backstreet Boys? When I was uh, in Seattle for the face-to-face show a couple nights ago, we went to like a couple hip bars there, mm-hmm. you know, where I'm way too old to be in anymore. Right. And all these like early 20s kids wearing like what they thought people wore in the 90s, like lots of flannel shirts and like, you know, chokers and things. And then they're like dancing around ironically to Backstreet Boys songs. I'm like, I want to punch myself in the face. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it was everywhere. Like I kept hearing Backstreet Boys everywhere. I wonder if there's some sort of resurgence or something. I don't know. I don't know. But I'm I'm. I'm not sure. Maybe they are getting a resurgence. So that's very but timely, I'll say Greg. this though: the final thing, though, with the Who's Backstreet the lead Boys, singer of the Backstreet Boys, it was the short little weird dude. The short little weird dude that looks like he asks too many questions in class, like one of those guys, like a know-it-all, real brown noser. Like he, the, he looks like that. He looks like that guy. That dude. The from short Backstreet little weird dude. So what you're saying, because you're a lead singer of a band, what you're saying is no, that no, everybody... I'm not in a boy band. This is different. Different rules apply. Aren't you in a band with some boys? Yeah, but it's not a boy band. Well, technically, it okay, kind then of is. All bands are boy bands if they have male members. Like that's not how that's not that's well, not how it that works. That could be it. That could be it. That's not how it works. No. The, uh, Did that you guy... all have characters in your band? Yeah, but that's different. Yes, that's different though. Mm, you have some backstories. We actually play instruments. Mm-hmm. Um, <sighs> maybe some theatrics, maybe some costume changes. <sighs> yeah, but that's yeah. different. Uh-huh. That's, maybe put that's... on a little bit of a show. Yes, but that's uh-huh. a different that's a different kind of thing. Mm-hmm. A different kind of band. Maybe try to be a little sexy. Well, yeah, I mean, uh-huh. that's just natural how that happens. Yeah. Courage is a rock band. Yes, we have. Uh, it's being three asked, who's, the, the, who's the bad boy of Courage? If you could pick one bad boy. Okay, well, we need to find, go to couragemusic.com and you can see what we're talking about. Courage is my rock band. We are uh, if you've ever seen Spinal Tap, we're along the lines of Spinal Tap. <laughs> we, but it's all original songs. We just, uh, we're neo-butt rock is what we're classified as. So, yeah, and we all play characters in it, and we all dress up for it. I mean, I guess it's hard to say who the bad boy would be. Maybe maybe it would be um, probably Stone. Oh, thank God you didn't say you, because I was going to be so Well, I mean, I'm kind of the bad you. boy, but, I mean, I, everybody knows I'm okay, a bad it's, boy. Okay, uh, who's, the, who's the sensitive meathead? That'd probably be Gavin. That'd be Gavin. Yeah, Gavin's yeah. definitely the meathead. 
Who are you? He's definitely the meathead. You're the creepy little guy that asks too many questions. No, I'm not the creepy. Already, no, you already I'm described the, yourself. I'm both the crooner and uh, yeah, I'm I'm the I'm the the lead. I mean, I'm the lead. That's you're, who I am. You're a little Jordan. Yeah, I'm a like little Danny. I suppose if we had to do that, I would be the uh, yeah, I I would be the Jordan of courage. I don't even. I'd never want to classify. Never. I'm. I wish I hadn't said that. I wish that I had not said that. Uh, yeah. No. I'm. I'm. I mean, I'm the singer, so yeah, I'm the lead in it. That's how it works. Wow. I'm not the bad boy, and I'm not the sensitive meathead. I'm. Uh, I'm the wild. I'm wild I can't card. Wait to tell I'm Gavin, the wild card. I can't wait to tell Gavin that you called him a sensitive meathead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll tell him that. <laughs> he is a sensitive meathead. Uh, yeah. So there, that's that's how that would work. So but anyway, basically, what you were able to do is under like a couple minutes, be able to classify your entire band as different members of a boy band by still refusing that it's a boy band. It's not a boy band. We're not mm-hmm. a boy band. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I what our whole discussion started with was boy bands have lead singers. Jordan Knight was the lead singer. No, and you were saying that Justin Timberlake was the lead singer. Justin or, Timberlake. He was, the lead. he was not. He was like the weird guy with the weird hair in the back. Justin Timberlake was clearly the lead of InSync. No, he wasn't. It was that weird brown-haired guy. Uh, no, no. And I know who you're talking about because they have that guy. And then there's always the older one. Like that older. There's always the creepy older one. Yeah, that one guy was That's like. like too old to be in a boy band. Yeah, he was like. What are you doing, man? That guy was like 35 you, years old while the doing? rest of them were like 19. <laughs> <laughs> it's just this weird like somebody's stepdad that like, joins the group <laughs> and is hanging out. Like, I'm with you guys. Like, he's a young stepdad, but he's still a stepdad to a 19-year-old. He reminds me of Joe Bluth in the fourth season of Rested Development. When he yes, kind of like that. He's yeah. trying to be cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, anyway. Yeah, so it's being pointed out. Yeah, since Justin Timberlake was able to make a su- uh, successful career after being in a boy band. That's why you think he was the lead. Henceforth, though, therefore, that none of those work. Anyway, that doesn't mean that he was the lead singer of... Chris Kirkpatrick. That's the guy. Oh, that's the guy. Oh, God, that's he the wore guy the goggles with the blue dreads. He was way older than Oh, everybody. that guy was so embarrassing. Yeah, that guy. That guy's 45 right now, so I'm not that far off. He was like 25 then. Uh, 26. Something like, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, all of them would have been like er, in their teens or whatever. Yeah, something like that. So, yeah. yeah that's too old. That's too old, <laughs> dude. <laughs> it's pretty old to be in a boy band. <laughs> but anyway, that's how it all works. There's always a lead singer. There's always an old creep in the back. Well, Greg, this might be the time to start to, you know, exp- like exploit your uh, boy band fame because you are getting so much more popular on the internet. <laughs> all right, this is what we're going to talk about. I need I feel like I need to make a clarifying statement just in case anybody's like so um and and please by all means follow uh, Sarah and I, you know, at Funamp Radio and then also at Sarah X Dillon and at Greg Nibbler on Twitter. We appreciate that. That's good. That's great for our branding for what we do. Yeah, it makes Having us look more cool. followers, yeah, yeah is thank you. fantastic. Um mine <laughs> So I don't know what's going on with my Twitter account. Now there's there's some things you can do on Twitter and I don't know if everybody knows this like uh but you can you can pay companies. We know people who've done this. We do. Not yeah. friends of ours but we know. Well, if you ever go to a Twitter account and you see somebody and they've got like um like 30,000 followers. Right, like- but they've they don't really do anything that would necessarily warrant 30,000 followers like they hardly ever post anything. They probably bought them. So what you can do on there is you go on um you know, you, you go to these sites and they will spam your account and just give you all these followers, but they're not real people. Well, I've got a number of followers and I appreciate that. And you have to, very and much. you pay for it, by the way. It's a company that yeah, you go you pay, through. Yeah, you, you pay these you, sites. You pay the sites for followers. Like, it's mm-hmm. like, I don't I think we've maybe talked about this before. I, I looked it up before. I don't know uh, my mind on the show or whatever, but I think it's like a hundred bucks for like 
Oh, there's different sites. With yeah, different, different ones for like ten thousand followers or something. It's like it's really weird. So yeah. people will buy this to look cooler. Yeah, I mean, there's there's lots of there's different sites that'll do that. I mean, and it's you know you're not you don't really have those followers because they're all just fake. They're bot accounts, so mm. they're not real. Well, I don't know what's going on with my account, mm-hmm. but no. And I'm going to tell you right now, <laughs> I have not purchased any fake Twitter followers, but for some reason in the last three days, I've had, I'm going to estimate, because I don't necessarily keep track, but I've noticed I've got an incredible amount of followers in the last couple of days, uh, like just all of a sudden. I've had about 100 or more new followers in about the last three days. What? And I took a look at them, and they're bot accounts. They're not real accounts. Like, it's the kind of thing you would do if you were paying for new Twitter followers, and I'm not. But I don't know what's going on, and I'm afraid, you know, it's going to get notifications like, "Oh, Greg has this," you know, increases followers by by a hundred in in like a day. Um, oh God! So people are probably judging you. I don't know. I don't want it to look like I'm I'm doing this because I'm not. I did not pay for Twitter followers. Like I take a look at my account, and it's just all almost all uh, icons where it's just the egg, and they have zero followers, but they all follow me. How many other people are they following? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I, you know, I didn't look at that to see who else they're following. Uh, there's a lot of a lot of random things. Blake Shelton. We'll look at this one. Um, World Wildlife Fund. They follow a lot of bands. Humane Society and uh, and me. <laughs> bands. The country singer. Yeah. A little bub. adorable animals and Greg and little bub. Yeah, and it's. I, I don't understand where this is all coming from. That is so odd. I really have no I idea. Well, I haven't had I don't any know why somebody would, followers. So I don't know. I, I don't know why anybody would. Well, and I, mean, I know. This is like and I, I know you. I know you. And I know that if you had extra money, that would be like the last thing that you'd spend it on. Oh, I would never spend it on fake followers. Like I. Uh, no, I, I wouldn't do that. Um, I just. But it looks like I am doing that. <laughs> That's the problem. This is what I, why I want to get it out there publicly. Just to, uh-huh. so it's clear. It's like, the, oh, it wasn't me. I swear. No, it's not me. <laughs> I, I'm not. <laughs> No. <laughs> Getting in front of it. It's just not. Yeah, it's, I'm just not. So I just have no idea what is going on there or why this is happening. Did somebody buy, feel bad for me and bought me followers or something like that? I don't know. I don't know what's Well, happening. I can tell you I didn't feel bad for you and I didn't buy you followers. I, I'm, I was pretty sure you didn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyway. Just kidding. Merry Christmas. <laughs> it's not really. It's, it's not a present I want. I mean, it's fine. <laughs> But they're not real, so it doesn't really do anything for that me. It is funny, though, because if somebody it does just follow you, the and just, it just keeps looking like you're getting more and more mm-hmm. followers. So I don't know how this, my popularity is just soaring. Yeah. Well, that's like on Facebook. And again, this is probably something that nobody else gives a shit about. But if you're if you're doing anything like entertainment-wise, like comedians or what we do, um, more followers for some people is like a badge of honor. Like or the more Facebook friends you have and all that stuff. And I do know... I'll, because I get tons of fake fake book, uh, fake Facebook friend requests, you know, from it'll be like some hot girl in a bikini. I'm like, oh, yes, sweet. You're not real. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I get tons of those. For the and, first couple of times, Greg's like, sweet. Yeah. She is real. Oh, wait. But no, I'll look and see who are the friends in common. And it'll just be, there's, there's several comedians, and I'm not going to name them, that will take any friend request that comes to them, and including all these fake accounts. Oh, yeah. And there's two in particular I can think of right off the bat. And I'll look and be like, oh, they're friends with them. Okay, well, this is a fake account. <laughs> and I'll just, I'll just delete it. But they will accept every request because it makes it look like they have tons of 
followers and friends on Facebook. Whatever. Teach their own. You know, you want to you be a friend with a fake account? That's, you go for it. Whatever. Mm. That's fine. It's just interesting. It's just kind of a, a, something that people do. Yeah. And I just want to make sure that I don't care if somebody else is doing it. I'm not doing it, though. I'm not buying accounts. I didn't do but it. But he's judging you. We're all judging you. Yeah. yeah we all know what, what you did. Well, we know what you, you know, did. We know. But I mean, teach their own. It's I fun. Just, there goes another one. Just got another one right if now. If you ever want to, if you ever suspect that somebody might have done it, like if you know somebody and you're just like, well, so I, you know, you seem like a nice person, but I don't think you're like 70,000 followers worth of fancy. Uh-huh. You can go to their followers. I've, I've done this before just to amuse myself, just to click through. And it's amazing how many of like the egg pictures you'll see. It's like, hmm. Yeah. wonder where those all came from. Yeah. Well, anyway, that's what it is. So I, I don't know what's happening. I didn't do this. But there's some some really strange ones. Here's a bot account that's uh, Relatable Sinner. I wonder if that's a real person or not. God is watching. Love Jesus. Um, and then it's got a bunch of emojis where it's uh, somebody giving the A-OK and then a hundred. Uh, life without God is like an unsharpened pencil. No point. Part-time preacher, full-time Christian. See, that seems like that would be a real person. I mean, that's a I lot of writing for a bot. It is a lot of writing for a bot. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's like giving it some depth. Yeah. That's getting into some Westworld shit. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm mm-hmm. not sure what's going on. Oh, joined October 2016. No, that is clearly a fake account. Or maybe they're just behind the times. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> but, you know, then I've got, like, Lane Moore who followed me. That's awesome. Wow, look at you bragging. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, but that's, that's a good one. Lane Moore followed me, too. Well, I'm not saying she, t- she didn't. By the way, if you get a chance to go see her Tinder live show, I was crying laughing. It, it was so... Funny. It's incredible. Yeah. <laughs> it's Greg um, and Erbo seen it, and we're both cry laughing at it. It was so goddamn funny. Yeah. So Lane Moore. <laughs> um. Yeah. Tinder Live. Let's see. I guess that's. She's gonna be. I think the next shows are back in New York. But if you get a chance to see her show, because I'm sure she's gonna be touring around with this more. Uh, please go see it. <laughs> Lane Moore is so funny. And her show is fantastic. It's if you like our show, this is right up your alley. Yeah, it's right up your alley. Just the, I I can't even explain it. Like it, it was just it was so great. Yeah, it was yeah. so great. <laughs> yeah, and it's funny. It's not and it's not it's not mean at all. It's just really it's silly and fun. And she is just whip smart. Like she doesn't need like her improv is insane. Yeah, she was so good. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, two thumbs up. Good times. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Greg? Yes. There's an ex-government worker from Hot Springs, Arkansas, who's in some hot water. No, don't do that. Because she's in trouble for using a county credit card to buy a tuxedo for her dog. As a former employee of, an Arcan- of Arkansas County is facing multiple charges for allegedly using government credit cards for personal <laughs> expenses, including purchasing a dog tuxedo. So this uh, woman's name is Christy Goss. She's uh, 43 years young, a former administrative assistant to Garland County Judge Rick Davis. Now, uh, she racks What's her up- name again? Christy Goss. Goss. Christy with a K. Hey. Hey. That's for you, Keelan. Uh, she used a country, uh, a county credit card for two hundred thousand dollars 
worth of personal expenses. Now, she used the card to pay her bills and make purchases, including clothing, a diamond bracelet, nearly $1,000 worth of Arkansas Razorbacks tickets, <laughs> school lunches, pet insurance, and a dog tuxedo from Amazon.com. Hopefully, she went to FunEmploymentRadio.com and clicked on the Amazon link before purchasing that I dog mean, tuxedo. Look, if you're, Use, we don't advocate committing crimes or pilfering money, but if you're going to do it, Probably the There's best no harm <laughs> in going to funemploymentradio.com first and clicking on the Amazon link. I mean, it's, you know, what's the difference at that point? What's the difference? You're going to do it anyway. Well, yes. Well, Goss was fired after an auditor noticed discrepancies on the card and an investigation was opened. Uh, how would you think you're going to get away with that? I... Or how many people are getting away with that? that right? Like all of our... Like that's $200,000 that she was able to blow over the course of a couple of years that nobody was even noticing. Man. Well, now they did notice, and she's facing seven felony counts of fraudulent use of a credit card. I bet she wishes she didn't buy that dog tuxedo now, because it would have only been six. Uh, she faces three to 20 years in prison for each count. Man. Not worth it. Not worth it. Make your own dog tuxedo. I made my own Halloween costume. It's not that hard. Yeah. Listen up, folks. Yeah. Listen up, folks. Let's get real. Sarah's Let me turn Sarah's my chair getting, and my hat around. Sarah's let's just, getting real with you for a second. Real. Let's wrap. Yeah. Let's wrap. Oh, yeah. Do you still need me to go be your personal shopper today? Yes, we'll talk about it here oh in a second. Oh, my God. I, I, do. I do need you to. This seems to happen a lot in Washington because uh, there are a lot of carpool lanes up there, the HOV lanes, if you were. Uh, but in Seattle over the weekend, a carpool lane cheater who was trying What's to... What's HOV stand for? Uh, Something over vehicle. So I, I can't remember. I, I know what it is. I honestly, off the top of my head, I don't know. I mean, I know what it is. It's the carpool lane. Yeah, it's the carpool lane. Crap, I, I know what it is. Are you looking it up? High occupancy vehicle. High okay. occupancy vehicle. Thank you. Why well, bother with that? Why not just say carpool lane? Yeah. Well, let's just say the carpool lane. Well, a guy was trying to cheat the carpool lane, did get a ticket after a state trooper pulled him over and noticed that the thing that he had inside of a car seat wasn't in fact a baby. It was a ball wearing a hat. <laughs> a Washington State Patrol said a man driving in a carpool lane was ticketed when his infant passenger was revealed to be a ball. Yeah, Trooper Rick Johnson <laughs> said that he pulled over a vehicle while driving in a high-occupancy vehicle lane. Says it right there. Could have just oh boy. read what I had already copied yep. and pasted. Sure. Well, when a trooper noticed that the vehicle's tags were expired. Now, the trooper approached the man's car and noticed something odd about the occupant of the infant's car seat in the back. Yeah, when asked about it, the guy immediately buckled and said, yes, it's a ball with a hat on. And he took his ticket. <laughs> <laughs> Which, I mean, it's kind of ambitious. Also, I think it's more creepy, because why would he have an uh, infant car seat? Because you think, who's going to pull over and question whether an infant's real? I think it's smart. I think it's creepy if somebody's driving around and you don't have a baby and you have a car seat and, like, but if you're gonna, baby hat. But if you're going to do it, if you're going to fake having a passenger so you can get in the, the HOV lane, which I can see the desire to do that, if you if you... Like, my commute doesn't involve carpool lanes, so I don't have to worry about that as much. But if I were freeway commuting, and you see all these people speeding by you, I'd be tempted to maybe have a little fake something there. But that sounds like a lot less work than putting up, like, a, a dummy in the passenger seat, you know, and setting up that that whole thing. Versus an infant in the back, it just looks like, oh, there's an infant head there. Well, nobody's going to look twice at that. Well, I guess you could probably put a blanket over it and be like, oh, no, I'm sorry, my baby's sleeping or something. My baby's sleeping. My baby's sleeping. <laughs> my baby. Have you seen my baby? Have you seen my baby? Have you seen my baby? 
Scott's coming to see, see I, the baby. I think that would be a, a smarter way to I go. I think that you would look super creepy. And if there was a story oh, about yeah, if you get caught, Greg yes. Nibbler was arrested for trying to drive in the carpool lane with a fake baby. Like, well, yeah, that's instant creep status forever. Well, then what? Then uh, <laughs> when them with a fake person? Then in nobody the... would let you be around their real babies. They'd probably be like, uh, I don't care. I don't want to be around their babies. <laughs> that's, that's not a threat. <laughs> Do you promise? <laughs> I mean, great. Okay, Greg, what's the stinky school? What do I call the stinky school? Texas A&M. Texas A&M student has been arrested after crashing into a patrol car while trying to send a topless selfie to her boyfriend. (laughs) Yes, a Texas A&M student was arrested last night after authorities say she crashed her vehicle into the back of a parked police car whilst trying to take a picture of herself topless while she was driving. What's her name? (laughs) According to the police report, uh, the woman... What site was this? The woman told the officer that she was sending a Snapchat to her boyfriend just before the crash. The officer wrote in the report that he had parked his patrol vehicle. Greg, listen to me and stop trying to find the girl who was toplessly Snapchatting. It's for news purposes, for journalistic Jesus purposes. Christ. The officer wrote in the report that she had parked. Uh, he had parked his patrol vehicle uh, with the rear emergency lights on while he investigated a disturbance call. So not only was he parked on the side of the road, the lights were going. Um... So while interviewing people related to the call, a sport utility vehicle crashed into the rear of the patrol car. As the officer approached the SUV, he observed Miranda K. Raider. I bet you already found her. Did you already find her? Yeah. Of course you did. With her bra unfastened, trying to get her shirt back on. <laughs> she told the officer, okay, that she was driving back to her dorm on campus and had been sending a Snapchat picture to her boyfriend while stopping out of red light. <laughs> According to the police report. Now, she failed, surprisingly, parts of a field sobriety test. Shocking. According to the officer's report, and was taken to the hospital for a blood draw. She was charged with driving while intoxicated with an open container. Wow, topless with an open container trying to snapchat her boyfriend. She's a party girl. She really is. I would have liked her in college. The 20-year-old is listed as a freshman at the Texas A&M student directory. She was released after 20-year-old freshman, huh? Yeah. It's been a couple of years, I'm sure, in the Peace Corps before she before she joined college. Seems like that type. She was released this morning after posting a $2,000 bill. An email sent to her Texas A&M account was not immediately returned. Greg, I do have a delicious closer for you. Some delicious news. Okay. I think I'm hungry. KFC has now done it again. Sarah's shaking her head right now for everybody <laughs> listening on the... Because that doesn't translate. She's KFC has now announced that it has created a new food combining both fried chicken and pizza to make a chizza. <laughs> Wait, how does this work? Because I do like chicken and I like pizza. Well, first, KFC came around uh, and invented the double down. Remember that one? It was a pseudo sandwich that substituted fried chicken for the bread. Mm. So it was like the chicken oh, bread. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's right. Well, now, there's the chizza, which is KFC's version of pizza that replaces the dough with fried chicken. So it's a pizza on top of fried chicken? Yes. Which sounds kind of delicious. So what do they pound out the chicken? Is like chicken strips with pizza on top? Oh, I don't know. Well, it says uh, they're offering that. Well, so far it's only available uh, in Japan. 
So it's exactly what it sounds like. So it's uh, fried chicken topped with tomato sauce and mozzarella and toppings oh like pepperoni, oh pineapple, green pe- uh, green peppers all layered on. Oh, I'm not gonna lie. A um, piece of fried chicken. So it I does, would probably or, try that. So it's available in Japan. It's also available in the Philippines. Uh, also, wow, it's available a lot of places. Why won't it come to America? Uh, it's available in India, Thailand, Korea, and Taiwan. So if you want to have a chitza in your neck of the woods, go ahead and contact KFC. Or sue them for $16 million, like uh, Anna from yesterday. Yes. Yes. I'm going to sue them for not having a chitza near me. <laughs> Let's sue them for not having an Oregon chitza. Oh, I mean, I would try it. I would feel horrible Gross. about myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would never admit it to anyone. You would have such a weird relationship with food. I'm embarrassed. I don't like eating in front of people at all. I feel weird about it. I mean, I'll go to dinner with people. That's fine if everybody's eating. But if it's just me, no, I feel really strange about it. Like, I don't want to sit at the table with other people and they're not eating and just I'm eating. I'll just not eat. Work out your eye now. Yeah, I'll just, no, it's much easier just to not eat. I don't know why I have that either. I have no idea uh, where you, that came from. You have some serious issues. I, 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 have, I can't track it down. I mean, I don't... I don't know. I don't know why it is. Uh, I just I feel weird about eating in front of people who aren't eating. Well, because you're a weird eater. Like, I've never I'm seen you... I'm a slow be a, eater. No, I've never seen you consume any food that hasn't at least gotten A, on your clothes, or B, on your face, or C, both. Well, you are no. the weird. No, you get like food on your like on weird places in your face, like it shouldn't even be on. Well, okay, that happens. I That's mean, fine. it's so weird. Greg will be eating something like a piece of pizza, and you'll look, and he has like a piece of pepperoni on the side of his head. Like it doesn't make any sense. I don't know how you do it. Yeah. There'll be like sauce on like way up on his forehead, or like you know, it's it's the weirdest thing. I don't know. It's like you never like fully. Learn to have like your hand to mouth function. My hand to mouth function is just fine. Uh, Let's see. It says, I think as a child, Greg's brother made fun of him and took his food. No, because I was the big brother, so. That doesn't mean anything. Well, it doesn't, but no, he, he didn't. We didn't take each other's food. If there was like one piece of pizza left, what we would do. Just lick it. Let me yeah, you lick it. Yeah. yeah, you lick it and put it back, and you it make sure the other one knows. It seems to be a pattern with things. Let's, you, you didn't you do that with Gavin and Ding Dongs? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, it's a way of marking your food, and then the other person's not going to so want it. so weird. There are other ways. Why don't you just take it and put it on your plate? Because I didn't want to eat it then. Like if there was a piece of pizza left in the fridge, or even two sometimes, you know, and you'd be like, "Well, I'm not hungry now, but I'm going to want that later." So. I gotta, I gotta go lick that before Jeff does. That way, it's claimed as mine. You know that's weird, right? And then I put it back in, and then it's fine, and then I know it's safe. Like I don't have to worry about him sneaking up there and eating it because he's not gonna want it anymore. It's clearly mine now. Okay, that, that's your world of crazy. Wait, what people other are foods to, are you licking? People are trying to track this down and, and figure out what it is, why I'm like this. So, did you get yelled at for being a messy eater as a kid? Um, I don't think I got yelled. I mean, not not anything more than out of the ordinary that I can think of. Are you That's sure? the thing. Like, my parents didn't ever shame me for anything. I mean. Wait, let me see. I think this just came no, on. I late. licked my own ding dong. He just didn't want it afterwards. <laughs> Still have that, huh? Still have that. Just on call. No, right I there. licked my own ding dong. He just didn't want it afterwards. 
like, oh, I'm going to have that forever. Are you kidding me? That is saved. That's on a hard drive. Um, yeah. No, I licked my own ding dong. He just didn't want it afterwards. <laughs> okay, let me ask. Answer Thank some you to of these Roger questions. who sent that to me. Thank you, Roger, for the gift that keeps on giving. That was but from it, 2011. <laughs> Thank you, Roger. Fun Employment no, Radio. I licked my own ding dong. Okay, goddammit. That's enough. Uh, FunEmploymentRadio.com slash live. If you're a live subscriber, you can hop into the chat. It's one of the great things. Six ninety nine a month. Uh, go there and subscribe now. It supports us. It's really cool. So answering some of the questions here, people are trying to ascertain. Uh, Rick says about the pizza licking move, that is a dick move. Well, we, we both did it. I mean, it was just the rules that we established. That's how it was a rough and tumble rules that we had there between, uh, uh, you know. Where God, you, a therapist would just have a fucking field day with you. <laughs> I'd be terrified to go to a We therapist. should have somebody, like, that would be awesome to have someone, like, on air. I don't know if I'd want that conf- much confirmation. Uh, again, I, I've cultivated a very good ability to live in blissful ignorance. No, you haven't. You're willful the most stressed ignorance. out person I've ever met. Oh, no, I'm stressed out, but I have willful ignorance about certain things, certain aspects of myself that I just choose to ignore. And I just, like, nope, that's not a problem. Nothing wrong there. Nothing to see here. Just walk on by. Just bury that deep down inside. Nothing to worry about. Willful ignorance. It's, it's a wonderful thing if you can cultivate it. I'm sure it, you know, it's slowly eating away at me inside. But um, let's see. So Rick says that. There's, uh, Tony says Greg hides his food like a squirrel. True. That's fair. I do. I squirrel away my food. I hide it. If it's something I really want and I don't want anybody else to have, I'll, I'll hide it away. Uh, yeah. That, that's a fact. I have yeah, M&M's, you have like I have M&Ms a, hidden around this studio. You have like a weird... I'll never tell where they are. You have a weird food thing. Yeah, it's Like you strange. need to... You need to track like what that's from. I, I have no idea. I mean, it's... Like I said, I don't think it's anything as a kid. I think it's a... I, it must have come on when I was older. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know when it came on. In my 20s, maybe? I'm not sure. I'm not sure where I. It'll be. It would be very difficult to track it back down. Is it because? It it, is it because of like body issues, or because you think like, or like somebody made fun of you from the, like the way you eat? No, I mean, I think those would be separate things. So I don't think that's that's necessarily it. I mean, I get embarrassed about eating fast food in front of anyone. Definitely, I try to hide that. Okay. Because I know I'm not supposed to do it. Um. You're not supposed to. What are you, a kid? Not supposed to. You can do whatever you want. Not supposed to touch the baby. Uh, <laughs> says, did kids at school shame you? No. I think that they did, and that. I think you're just like blocking it out. I don't think so for food. I mean, sure, you know, I got picked on in school. Don't get me wrong. I got plenty picked on, but it wasn't over food oh issues. God. There weren't food issues. Um, let's see. Let's see. Oh, yeah, Rick. Hope Greg doesn't punch himself in the nuts when he eats because of it. <laughs> Oh, girls just punched him in the balls. Oh, yeah, that's true. No, I got kicked in the balls. That's what happened. By, uh, what was her name? Sonia. They kicked me in the balls when I was in grade school. Okay, we don't need to keep saying First balls. grade. I'm not going to say it, but I mean, well, that's what happened. She she kicked me in my... Nether regions. Nether regions. Mm-hmm. Okay, my unmentionable region. Yeah, Sonia was a little bitch. Um, she was. Man, she was a terror. I don't care if she's a six-year-old girl. I was six at the time. God so damn. I can still call her a terrifying... Yeah, she was She was a bitch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was well, awful. Yeah, she's kicking you in the nuts. She was, awful. she was awful. No, she'd corner me. Her and her two friends, her two little cronies, like a bully. It's like the reverse bully. Normally you see like in the in the movies, it's like the big tall kid and his two little 
cronies? Well, she was the tall kid, and she had two little girl cronies, and they'd corner us boys and then kick us in the nuts and then run away. Wow. Yeah. A country living. Yeah, man. She was, God, she was tough. I wonder whatever happened to her. She's probably in jail somewhere, I would imagine. Uh, that's, that's my guess. Okay. Anyway, all right. Um, now that I worked that issue out, see, you guys are my therapy. This is <laughs> Rick says this is always the most shameful story. It is. It's embarrassing, but it happened. What was I going to do? I was six years old. Wasn't going to hit a girl. I learned how to run. I learned how to run. Let's do some ball talk. Wow. Those were terrifying times on the playground. All right. Now Greg's all sorry, locked I'm, in. Sorry, I'm get, yeah, I'm getting flashbacks. All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. We have this. Before we get into the World Series, there may be the comeback of a man who used to be a quarterback in the NFL. The New York Jets have an injury to their quarterback, Geno Smith. They're not re- really happy with Brian Fitzpatrick, who is the backup. So they they may be looking to get another quarterback. One rumors they might trade for Colin Kaepernick. The other is they might sign a quarterback who has not played in the league this year. Sarah, can you guess who that quarterback is? Tim Tebow. No. That's the only football person There's I know. another one you know. Colin Kaepernick. I just, I literally just said the words Colin Kaepernick. Um, Tim Tebow. You just said Tim Tebow. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know a lot of football players. You know this one. Tom Brady? What are you doing over there? Are you having a mental break? What is this? Okay, f- I'll play this for you because I played it. Over and over and over. For a, for quite a while. Oh, I thought that you said that he was going to like die or something. Oh my god. Johnny Football. He's got something Aggies can resist. And he doesn't even know impossible exists. Yes, indeed. Johnny Football, Johnny Menzel, who has been out of the league um, for a number of issues. He's uh, generally believed to be a moron. Um, however, the Jets are desperate. And he is a very skilled quarterback. Just an idiot. So, But uh, I guess he might get another shot at the NFL. Good for Johnny Football. So I just wanted to bring that up. And how it's gonna be, everybody said we could not compete. But now we're five and two, and really hard to beat, because Johnny Football. <laughs> oh, God. Watching that video, so that video was recorded several years ago when he was with Texas A&M, a few years ago. And it is a decidedly older woman singing about Johnny Football. No, she sounded quite spry. All right, moving on to ball talk. Let's get straight to this. The World Series are happening, and Sarah, I'm trying to recall. I just want to clarify something. 
Who did I say before the Major League Baseball season started? Who did I say was going to win the World Series? I'm not sure. I don't remember you claiming that you thought anybody was going to. Oh, no. I'm pretty sure I did claim something. I think you said the Mariners. I'm pretty sure. I don't think it was the Mariners that I said. I'm not sure. Let me just pull something up here and see if see if I can figure it out. Uh, see if I can figure out who it was. I don't know if we have... The ability to track this down. I know who's going to win the World Series yes. this year. Chicago Cubs. Oh, wow. Oh. I'll explain on my day. This days. is their year. <laughs> their year. Chicago Cubs. That's who I said. Was that Big Jim? It was Big Jim. Okay, I was trying yeah. to place that voice. All <laughs> it was, right. It was when Big Jim was moving. It was that show that he came on. Yeah, okay. So I said the Chicago Cubs were going to win. Well, that's so weird. They haven't won yet. So They're in the World Series gloat, right Greg. now. Greg so, sometimes looks like a troll. The Chicago Cubs taking on the Cleveland Indians right now in the World Series. After two games in Cleveland, the series is tied because the Cubs won last night. Going for three games in Chicago starting uh, Friday. It'll be Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Three games in a row. We could know by Sunday. If the Cubs win three in a row, that's it. If they could lose three in a row, and that would be it. We don't know, but it's close. Three wins away. And they do have a new hero in Chicago. And that man's name is Kyle Schwarber. Kyle Schwarber. So here's the deal with this kid. He's 23. He um, was injured earlier this year really, really badly in April. Hadn't played since. Was down in a minor league team and... I guess two days before the World Series, they decided to call him back up. He hadn't played in Major League Baseball since April. Had only had, I think it was like, hardly any hits in minor league. Like hardly played at all. And was called back up and at the last second and now has come on to dominate. That's awesome. He's killing it right now. So his name's Kyle Schwarber. They're already calling it the legend of Kyle Schwarber after two games because he he helped them win last night. And it's pretty interesting. They did an interview with him afterward. And just to paraphrase it, he was basically like, hey, man, I'm living the dream. I'm just going to ride this while I can. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, he's got a good attitude about it. And there are uh, some of his teammates are saying, you know, and it's being noted in the, in, uh, the press. Uh, some people were talking about this. If he keeps this up, um, and he helps lead the Cubs to the first World Series title since 1908. There will be generations of Schwarbers that will never have to pay for a drink in the city of Chicago, <laughs> ever. Ever. And one of his teammates actually said, if we win three more, he doesn't have to t- take another swing in his life. It's like, t- take your time and enjoy life. Mm-hmm. Like, he could retire, and that's it. Kyle Schwarber. So there we go. There's that. And also, we've got this. Just to bring one more thing into it. There are, of course, a number of songs that are being written oh about my God. Chicago Cubs players, and I figure, figure it's my duty to bring the people what they want. And that is, we've taken the feedback that you guys have sent in to us, and you want more fan songs. Well, here's a fan song. Greg gets an entirely different email chain than I do. This apparently. is the ballad of Jake Arietta, the pitcher who went for the last Farmington in misery. Moved to Plano, Texas with his family. Drafted out of high school by Cincinnati 
Instead he went to Texas Christian University. Airy, Arietta, Jake and his kick-ass beard. Hi, to Davy Crockett. In 2007, signed with Baltimore. By 2011, he pitched the home opener. But he was only good at letting other teams score. So they sent him to Chicago for Feldman and Clevenger. Airy, Arietta, Jake and his kick-ass beard. There we go. That's the ballad of Jake Arietta. Just a song here on the show. By the way, if you ever go to the Landmark Saloon, there is a man there by the name of Nick Clausen who looks just like Jake Arietta. <laughs> Spitting image. Anyway, there we go. That concludes this, edi- this edition of Ball Talk. Good job, Greg. Yes. All right, well, we have to touch on it because I'm going today. So basically, so Greg oh, is, yeah. Yeah, is super busy. And since I am the nicest person in the world, like who never addresses that, by the way, I have offered to help him with his Halloween costume. Thank you. Yeah, I am actually going to go and be Greg Nibbler's motherfucking personal Halloween shopper I today. I appreciate it. Just so he can get his outfit together and stop stressing out about it. Thank you, Sarah. Greg, are you going to announce what you're going to dress as? No, I will tomorrow. Okay. I'll do it tomorrow. Okay. So we'll see what I can find. Thank you, Sarah. You're welcome, Greg. Well, I'm not paying for that shit. You better give me a card. I'll give you money. Oh, maybe I should buy myself a little treat while I'm at yeah, it. I'm not giving you a card. I'm mm. giving you cash. <laughs> okay. No, I'll find whatever. I just appreciate it. Boy bands do have a lead singer, though. Send us they an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. I know one of the places Sarah will be going to go shopping for... Halloween stuff, and that's Next Adventure. Of course. Next Adventure on the corner of Stark and Grand right here so in Portland. say it like that. Of course, they've got all of your outdoor needs right there. It's time to get ready for ski season and everything else, and plus, they still have some summer stuff that's on sale. It's a good, it's a good time to go shopping. But they also have a bargain basement. Great place to get used clothing or things if you need to accentuate your Halloween costume. This is definitely where you need to go. Mm. So next adventure on the corner of Stark and Grand or nextadventure.net if you'd like to purchase online as well. Awesome. All right. Uh, like I said, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. I was going to say the 20 part. Oh, sorry. Um, if you are a live listener, today at 3.30 p.m., we'll have uh, comedian Jamie Leon. So, we'll broadcast that live, and then it'll be on the show tomorrow. But if you do want to tune in and hear the interview live, you can do so at 3.30 p.m. Pacific time today for you live subscribers. Wonderful. Wonderful. Wunderbar. All right. Um, Good luck on your other show today, Greg. Yes, thank you. Yeah, it's uh, 2.30 p.m. at digitaltrends.com. You can uh, watch the show. Trends with benefits right there. All right. Thanks so much, everybody. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. .com, my friends. No, I licked my own ding-dong. He just didn't want it afterwards. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.